Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, hello, hello. It is May 3rd. It is time for the Higher Self Voice. This is Janet Richmond, and welcome everybody to the Blog Talk Radio Show. Anyway, I first want to say that the last two shows, April 26th and May 3rd, did not record properly for some reason. I'm just not sure why. So, the, I just got some information from Blog Talk as to how to get it off their, icon, their archives. It will still be on the iPhone podcast, I'm thinking, and it will still be on the Android podcast, I'm thinking. I'm not sure. I am going to repeat those two shows at some point when I'm off traveling and I don't have time for, you know, to do the preparation that I do each week. In any case, you will get it. They're both very important, and I'm sorry for the technological problems. It just happens, don't you know? Which leads me to just mention that I do have two uh, people staying here from Denmark, two um, guys that are traveling all around the states and a lot in California, and they know I have the show, but they were going to leave before the show started, but they're still sleeping. So, which is fine, but I just want you to know there could be some interruptions because they're going to be sort of clomping around and making breakfast and all sorts of things. So, uh, which is fine. But I just want to warn you up front. Hopefully they will be, I don't know, I don't know when they're going to wake up. Maybe they'll sleep most of the day. I'm not sure. Uh, they're, they're friends of my, of a family member. And uh, because they're coming to California, of course, I want to have them, you know, friends of family or friends of friends, I always would offer uh, beds too. So that's what I did. And it's just been really fun. Anyway, so that's that. That's sort of the business of the day. I do want to give you all a little bit of an update. I am, as I did mention last week, of course, last week was ridiculous. (laughs) It was ridiculous because of the communication problem. But in any case, I am going to continue to give you random information that I just stumble upon as I reread just hundreds, really, there's hundreds and hundreds of Wednesday groups and individual transcriptions of individual readings from Joan, whatever Joan Culpepper did, uh, she recorded everything. And I have all of that. uh, Most of it, I'd say probably 80 to 90 percent is transcribed. I don't have it all as yet, but whatever I stumble upon, I'm going to share with you because I don't really, I don't really have an extended topic for series. I have maybe a dozen to do. There's a possibility, but I, as I went over them, I just thought, you know, just somehow it didn't strike me. Oh yes, I have to do this. So until I get that aha moment, I'll be doing these random things. Anyway, if you want to call me, you can call me at any time during the live show. It is 646-668-8565. 
You can also email me. Let me give her the number one more time. 646-668-8565. If you want to email me to either suggest a topic, because there's probably very few topics that anyone could suggest that I don't have information on. If I don't, I'll just tell you, don't have anything, guys. Uh, if it's something that's fascinating to me, I will pull it in myself. It takes a little bit uh, of time and, and focus, but I can do it. So, you know, go ahead and call me or email me if you have an idea for a topic. Maybe you want a healing. Maybe you want me to do a healing for you. I, I continue to do general healings because I have not had any specific individual requests, but the door is completely open there, and I did it all of 2015. So that was a whole show. I didn't really give out much information on the show like I've been in 2016 and 17. So I can do it again, guys, anytime. So please, please feel free or you just have questions. You're listening to the show and you're like, well, wait a minute. I didn't really get that. I didn't. I sort of have it, but I need to have clarity. So please, any questions you ask, I will share with the show. Of course, I keep your information private. It's not about that. Because if you have the question, other people have it. So there is no question that is too silly, ridiculous, or stupid, or anything. So please do feel free to write me and send me an email for that, too. And my email is, is J, as in Janet, V as in Victor, V as in Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, at gmail.com. So it's two Vs, guys, J-V-V-M, Richmond at gmail.com with anything please send me an email okay now i've told you guys before but i'm just going to repeat it we have you have a lot of options for the podcast first of all they're available on my website now the last two i've not posted there because they're no good uh but you have all the archives from before blog talk radio has them also if you if that's easier for you to get to I am going to be deleting the last two shows from their archives. They just, this morning, I got the information of how to do that. So I, I'm going to do that in the next couple of days. But also you have those podcast apps from iPhone and the Android. I don't know if it's on any other type of phone. Um, Samsung, I don't know. If anybody has a Samsung, maybe you can let me know if they have a podcast option there. And you would go there, you would search for Higher Self Voice Radio. And there you find me, I think, from 2014 on. a lot of information. You can listen to your heart's content. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm excited about that it's so available out there. Anyway, just to let you know, I am going out of town on the 31st, which is a Wednesday. I will not be doing a show on that day. It's dark. It's a dark day. And I will not be doing a show on the following Wednesday. The reason is, it's just, for some reason, flying on a Wednesday is less expensive. It's easier. It's less crowded. It works out better for the people, too, that I'm going to see. And so... Unfortunately, I am going to be having two dark days on the 31st and on the 7th of June. So, but I will definitely go, you know, continue the show until the 31st. And those are times where I'll be in an airplane. I can't 
do, redo the show. So the redos will be done after that at some point, whenever I need to. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so, and I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be away for June and July, but it really shouldn't affect the show, except for, you know, you never know when you're away what kind of access I'm going to have to Wi-Fi and all of that. Um, so you just never know, but it'll be fun. Okay, so today's topic, all right, is on healing the self. Now, this is, when I read this, I thought, oh my gosh, in a lot of ways, it incorporates a lot of information you guys have heard before with some new elements, of course. There's always new stuff. They, they never just repeat the same thing. But I think it ties a lot of things together, so I hope you feel that way. And the show comes from April 29th, 1990. And Joan had moved out of California in 1987. Joan Culpepper, the one who did, brought all this information that I'm reading to you. The... And she mentions in something, it's good to have you back or something like that. It's because she once or twice or three or four times a year after she left, she would come back to town to do individual readings for two or three weeks. And she would inevitably have a, a, a group also so that that's what she's referring to. It's nice to be the higher self or saying or she's saying, I forget, but you'll see uh, that it's nice to have us all under one roof or all together, something like that. Um, again, if you have any questions, I don't have a lot of interruptions here with my own stuff. It, I really, I did enough editing not to change the information, but to clarify some of the wording a little bit so that as I read through it, it, it really, I, I felt it was fairly clear. I do come in, I jump in a couple of times with my own feedback or whatever I give at, or, or say. But if you have questions, again, don't forget my email, jvvmrichmond at gmail.com, or you can call in the show. And that number is 646-668-8565. Now, when you call in, you would hit star one, and it'll put a question mark. And when I have a break or, you know, a time to get to you, I will. Otherwise, I'll, you know, you'll have to wait. You might have to wait for me for a few minutes. But when I have a break, I will definitely get to you and put you on mic and you can ask your question or whatever you want. Okay. The Wednesday group, again, 429-1990. Let's all take a few moments to join again, join together, enjoying the warmth and the love of sharing, of being together again, of being able to come together in a state of quiet and to do it collectively in person. And in the state of quiet, let us take a few moments to consciously focus our attention on the light within, remembering that that light is symbolic of the pure soul essence, and it is our connecting link to the originating source of all energy and to all life and all levels. Now let us continue to focus on the light with the understanding that contained within this light, we carry our highest most purest, most perfect point of power. And within this light, we are per perfection and the reflection of all that originating source was, all that originating source is, and all that originating source is becoming. Now continue to focus on the light and very slowly release that light 
and allow it to grow until you stand encompassed within its center. Now, take another moment to experience your highest, most purest, most perfect point of power. Within this light, you are in touch with all light in all levels. Within this light, you are the perfection. Within this light, you are the reflection. Within this light, you are all that you've always been but had forgotten. And remember that any point in time you desire to touch this highest, most purest, most perfect point of power, you only have to quiet your mind and consciously focus your attention on the light within. Now, in this state of centeredness, centered within the light, I ask that we be joined in one accord. And in the state of one accord, I ask that we be taken into the originating source of all energy. And from this level, that we be amalgamated with the totality of our higher selves. And that we draw from this amalgamation all soul aspects that we carry from any level and from any dimension. So that we stand completely whole and united throughout this session. At this time, I ask to be the pure and perfect instrument to receive the information, to understand it and articulate it from its highest level. And I ask that each of us, individually and collectively, be pure and perfect instruments to receive the information and to manifest it from its highest level in accordance with each individual divine plan and each individual's personal life. And I ask that we take this out to the humanities at whatever level the humanities can handle it at any point in time. Now, let us take a few moments and focus our attention on the symbolic but very real healing circle of light. Within this healing circle, I would ask that each of us individually move in to its center so that we too can partake of this energy and that we can center in and assist in projecting the energy to others. I now ask each of you to mentally place within the center of the circle the names of individuals that you are aware where healing is required. Remembering that even though you may not consciously remember a name, the higher selves who work with this healing circle know that you hold names in your mind and can take those names and so place them for you. So do not worry about forgetting someone. Remember too that in any healing circle process, you are working not only areas that deal with the body, but areas that deal with external situations and conditions that may require healing. So at this time, we would also ask the higher self to move in through and around the human kingdom universe to then draw into this healing circle souls who are willing to participate. Remember that the healing circle expands and can hold all who come. Let us place this planet and all souls upon it within the center of the healing circle and any planetary systems from any level or from any direction and the souls upon those planets so that we create within this healing circle a sense of cosmic unity. And now let each of us focus the energy of divine love from the heart center into the furthest reaches of the healing circle. And for those of you who wish to flow other healing energies, please utilize those and flow them into the healing circle. Remembering that nothing is ever lost, for every soul contained within the healing circle is there by choice and will magnetically take this healing energy and hold it 
until such time that that soul can absorb it and use all that has taken in, been taken in. Continue to flow that healing energy of divine love and any other healing energy that you wish to flow, remembering that you too are a part of the healing circle and therefore you too are receiving the energy. You will recall that the healing circle is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It is tended by the higher selves and has been attended by the higher selves from the first moment in time it was created. Within our thoughts, therefore, at any distance or in the silence, you can place the name of an individual or situation or even yourself into the healing circle simply by mentally thinking the thought. So please use this healing circle as often as you desire, allowing it to become as much a part of your life as you desire, remembering that the healing circle is one of ultimate balance so that you are not only just dealing with bodies, but with your life situations and your life patterns. Okay, Janet, this is me, guys. I just want to say that Joan used this healing circle energy a tremendous amount. And all of us took it on and utilized it as well. The One of the ways I used it a lot and continue to use it is when I be on the street and I pass any kind of uh, homeless person, any kind of accident, any kind of problem in the environment in some way, some sort of crime, watching something on television or seeing something on the Internet, some situation or condition that I if I couldn't stop or I couldn't help in some way, which most of the time we can't, you can place those kind of situations, those people, you don't have to know them. You can place them in that healing circle energy and use them yourself. Use it in that way yourself. So it's in addition to putting yourself in for whatever situation or condition that you are having problems with, that's how you can utilize it. Very easily, very simply, it's just done through thought, and that healing circle still exists. It's still there, and we're we're empowering it and activating it every single time we use it on the show. So, okay, so now we're going to get to the higher selves. Again, this is information that Joan brought forward in 1990. Today, we'd like to address the idea with this group of self-healing. There is a general philosophy that's been accepted at this point in time in many circles that deals with the idea of any disorder that is placed within the body or outer reality of an individual is so placed because that individual has allowed that to be created. And while this is true, we feel that it's important to understand the various intermingling that goes into this process of self-created conditions within the body or within the life It's not helpful or beneficial to any individual to feel or to be made to feel that the life that has been created is the fault of the individual. And also, it is difficult many times to explain to individuals who are in situations where they feel they have no choice that at the unconscious level, this must have been self-created. This plays itself out in reality often where people have been made to believe that the patterns they fall into, whether it be with another individual or whether it be one they fall into from their own vibration, is something they carry as a fault and that therefore they deserve this condition for they've created it. It's true that the soul chooses 
the outward manifestation of whatever the individual carries. However, it's also true that the soul creates this outward manifestation out of thousands of lifetimes of misconceptions. Therefore, please understand that any painful experience that an individual goes through is the soul's misguided attempt to right what it perceives as a wrong. This attempt is misguided simply because throughout time, the soul processes many different experiences and processes them in many different ways, creating at the soul level what could be viewed as specific emotional attachments. Any soul, whether it's a true soul or whether it be a facade human soul carrying that fifth dimensional soul essence, the soul in the free will kingdom becomes confused about what's going on and how to handle various experiences that one goes through over eons of time. The soul then, out of these confusions and misinterpretations about these various experiences, creates a need to right the wrong that it perceives it has processed in various existences. You could view this as a layering of types, for one experience does not necessarily create the same result that would be created when all the experiences are compiled together. So souls get, soul get involved in what could be viewed as an intensification, an intensification, guys, of previous experiences based on the new experiences that are taken on in future lifetimes. Okay, in the process of self-healing, it's important to understand that indeed no one is to be blamed for the outward manifestation, manifesting situations that occur. It's hurtful to any individual to be going through a traumatic time and then also to be made to feel this is self-deserved because you yourself created it. In working with your own vibration in the self-healing process, it becomes unnecessary to remember that the imprints you carry at the soul level are very, very deep and have been intensified through many, many lifetimes and further misinterpreted as often as these experiences are re-experienced. So at one level, you each should remember that what you are processing in this reality is indeed an end result of what has been created in other lifetimes and built upon in this lifetime. So in understanding that, you can begin the process of self-healing simply by recognizing that at some soul level, there is an imprint that is creating a situation or a condition in your outer reality that is causing you pain. These experiences are relived in this reality many times when a soul carries an imprint so deep it absolutely must recreate the experience in its totality, which would then cause the soul to draw individuals, situations, and conditions in that would allow the soul to move through this. In other instances, the experience is not necessarily played out in a reality pattern, but is played out through the emotional vibration based on the emotional attachment that went into these various experiences over a collective time period. In this respect, the emotional imbalances that an individual has created through eons of time are processing at this point in time 
with the soul mind detox and these emotional experiences can re-intensify the same emotional imbalances, can re-intensify the very experience that was played out in previous lifetimes. This occurs even when it plays itself out in a state of unconsciousness, in that you do not know why you are going through these emotional upheavals. Janet. Okay, let me quickly remind you of an unconscious emotionalizing that I went through. Because thinking maybe when something happens to us, you know, a car cuts us off in traffic and we almost hit somebody or some something, um, we have something we can attach our frustration to. We have that instant. But there are times where we have emotional emotionalizing, we, we are processing emotions that we have no idea why it's there. And I want to just remind you, because I've recently explained, and it may be in one of those two shows, I can't remember, but it's fairly recently, I told you about the fact that I had chronic anxiety in my life all day, every day, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And there were, most of the time, I couldn't tie it to anything. There were times where there'd be something stressful in my life, and I'd think, oh, well, I'm anxious because of that. But I also was very, very aware that most of the time, I had no idea where that anxiety was coming from or why. That is what the higher self are talking about, that sort of thing where you don't know why you're emotionalizing. You wake up and you're just depressed. Nothing happened to you overnight or you wake up really sad. You don't know where the sadness is coming from. And what do we do? We search around. We try to figure out what is this? What what happened? You know, who called me yesterday? What did I read on the internet? Who said something hurtful to me? And we're, we search around trying to figure out why we're feeling a certain way we're feeling. Sometimes there isn't something we can hang our hat on. And it's all the better that we can't because when we find something we can hang our hat on that we can target, that we can blame, that we can attach a feeling to, it actually is re-intensifying that feeling instead of clearing it, neutralizing it, and letting it go. It's just making it more and more and more intense. So for me, and I mentioned it when I did talk about this whenever it was recently, that when I did the exercise to release the emotion properly that the higher self gave me in that first reading I had from Joan Culpepper, it was gone within five days, certainly less than a week, because I didn't have anything to attach it to. So it was very easy for me to do the releasing process. So I was I didn't realize that at the time. I didn't understand anything that I understand now. So it wasn't really until just fairly recently I had the aha moment why it was so easy for me to let it go. And so if you have something that you're not sure, instead of searching around and finding something to attach to, to blame, to find fault with, whether it's a situation or a person or people or whatever, please just let it go. And the higher self will be commenting on this uh, more now. Uh, anyway, so that's what, what they mean by un, we, that we may have an unconscious emotionalizing. Okay, higher self. In order to begin to go through the self-healing process, it's important to understand you are not to blame. You are not only playing out from a very unconscious level whatever is imprinted upon the soul. 
and you do not fully understand the why or why not at this point in time. Remembering that painful experiences are the soul's way of attempting to right wrongs. This means that many, many, many of the painful experiences that anyone is involved in is based on some sort of misinterpreted emotional attachment that could be related to guilt. It's too simplistic to say, if you are painfully experiencing something, that you are guilty of having, to, of having put that something upon others and other lifetimes. It is time, we suggest, to move away from the outdated idea about quote-unquote karma and to understand that it is from the conglomerate soul level that these processes are playing themselves out and there is no one single blanket statement that can be made in one situation. Janet. No, never mind. I say it later. Just forget that. Therefore, the bottom line could instead be the understanding at the heart level of the need for true forgiveness in the process of righting wrongs. For it is from the many different interweaving and misunderstandings and misinterpretations that the soul has made through eons of time that propels the process to play itself out in creating uncomfortable outward circumstances and situations. And while it's true that the process of intensity, which is greatly accelerated with the evolutionary thrust and moves the individual into a higher level of fulfillment, there are still residuals within each individual that will still be in need of processing from the soul level. Many of you continue to play this out at the emotional vibration, and you were aware of, but let us refresh your memory, of how to handle those emotional vibrations. Janet, okay, sorry I broke in earlier. I forgot I had a plan to talk about this. Okay, what the higher selves are saying is that any outer pattern or situation or condition that's being created by the soul is being based on eons of lifetimes of misunderstandings that have gotten more complex and more intense and more confused as the soul has moved along its journey. This means that to make a statement that someone has a difficulty in their life or in their physical body or whatever because of one thing is a very, very limited perspective. We are so very complex at the soul level. We've taken on, and you've heard me say these things many times, so many beliefs, so many emotional attachments, so many conflicted viewpoints, etc., that a similar situation with two people side by side would would be generated from each individual based on completely different experiences and beliefs. The outer reality may look the same. They may have common elements, but the complexity is so vast that they are not the same. So to say the cause is just from one thing is extremely limited. For those of you who've listened to my healings on air, you would understand that as I do go into the soul scan, whether for an individual or for a group of souls, and there are always so many elements involved that come up. There isn't just one thing for, for a pattern. And in private sessions where I have even more time to do more digging, even more come up. 
it is so complex, guys. The soul is very, very, very complex. And so making a blank, blanket statement about any pattern in the body or in the outer reality in any way is oversimplifying. And it puts people in boxes and they can feel like they're being pigeonholed or even criticized. So it doesn't mean that if you hear or read that some sort of process you're having in your physical body, problem in your physical body or in your outer reality, you might hear or read some somebody or something say it's caused because of this. It doesn't mean you don't carry that. You might. So if you're doing your cleansing and you're clearing and you're processing and you're neutralizing, clear that. But understand that this isn't meant to find fault or blame and it, and it's not going to be the only thing. So you just keep calling out the known and the unknown, you know, all of the causes direct and indirect, known and unknown, and cleanse and clear because we don't really know so often. We don't really know the totality of what's going into that outer reality. Okay, higher self. It's unimportant who pushes the button. It's unimportant that you determine why you're going through a specific emotional experience. What is important is to experience the emotion without finding a target upon which to focus that emotion. So only intensify the very thing that is in need of being released and cleared away. In understanding it from that level, you can then stand in the process of allowing yourself to be that emotional being without targeting that emotion and thus intensifying it. This is how you truly cooperate with the process of the soul-mind detox. There are still residuals, however, where individuals are actually playing out in their outer reality. Outer reality, their un, The unremembered experiences from those unremembered lifetimes. And in these painful experiences, it's important to stand back from them and to understand that at the facade soul level, these experiences are playing out based on your facade soul misconception about righting the wrongs in previous existences. Therefore, this is a big therefore, this is Janet. Therefore, one of the major vibrations that each of you can process at this time is the process of truly, in the heart of hearts, forgiving the soul for whatever the soul believes it has done wrong. Janet, just a quick clarification. First of all, I want to reread the, the last part. It's forgiving the soul for whatever the soul believes it has done wrong. Keep in mind, it's a belief system. It is not, it is a misconception. It's a misinterpretation, okay? But also, the higher self asks us to forgive our souls for whatever it believes it's done wrong. And they're addressing the mind. If you remember their definition, the mind is the part of our beingness, part of our conglomerate that is processing in the current life. The soul is the mind of the past. So every time we lay aside the body, all that we've processed, all that we've learned, all that we've felt, all that we've come to believe, everything from this life, is not laid aside. It is 
becomes part of the conglomerate soul. So the soul definition could be said to be the the soul of the conglomerate of the mind of the past. So when it says that each of us can process forgiving the soul for what it has believed it has done wrong, it means the mind of this life can actively engage in forgiving ourselves at the soul level for all that it believes it's done wrong because it's just a belief system. So it's the mind of this life forgiving our soul at the conglomerate level. Okay. So I hope you understand that. Anyway, higher self. If each individual in the room unraveled the mysteries of the facade soul, each individual in this room would find originating lifetimes that are totally different from any other individual originating lifetimes, wherein these various misconceptions took place. Again, it's a complex meeting, unique to each individual, of soul interpretations that go into the outward end result in each lifetime, bringing the past forward and building on it in the current lifetime, and practicing the art of self-forgiveness. If you also, if you will also practice the art of loving the self without prejudice, without judgment, by allowing the energies that you carry within you to process and flow, by allowing the power that each of you carry to work in your lives, and by allowing yourself to be all that you are, you will overcome any obstacle that has been placed in your outer reality based on your soul's misguided attempt to right a wrong. In practicing this art of self-forgiveness, each of you could work very effectively with the altered reality of the patterns that have been imprinted within the soul. The altered reality, you will recall, but will refresh your memory, is the pattern wherein all of the thoughts, emotions, and habits that have been processed are encapsulated in an energy identity to and live vicariously through you in a current lifetime. Therefore, we suggest that you release from the soul space the causes, known and unknown, of the various conditions that are processing in your outer reality that cause you unhappiness or painful experiences in one way or another. For you do not, do not deserve to live in painful situations. You deserve to be all that you are but have forgotten up to this point in time. And while the worst is over, there are still residuals within which you can process to accelerate this process of self-worth and self-deserving and self-forgiveness and self-love. You are aware that you have committed to be involved in not only the humanitarian process of the evolutionary process, strike that, the evolutionary concept that is called on this planet the new age, but more importantly, that you are present to be part of the completion of the divine love concept of the evolutionary the divine life love concept of evolution that was left uncompleted or incompleted when Marias as Jesus went off the path of destiny and did not demonstrate publicly the transformational process in its totality okay Janet the higher selves do not discuss what happened with Marias or Jesus here but I do, for those who are new to the show, I do have a whole series on it called In His Own Words. And it's in 
my archives on my website, <clears throat> blog talk radio, the podcast apps on the iPhone and the Android. It's, it's everywhere. And this will help you understand why the higher heart consciousness concept infusion was aborted and what we are doing to help bring it into a higher frequency at this point in time. <coughs> okay. Higher self. I mean, I just wanted to bring that out to you guys because it's a pretty fascinating series. I think it's just going to expand a lot of understanding uh, for, for, for many of you, and it's definitely worth listening to. Anyway, so I had to just let you know that's what the higher selves are. They're talking about the higher, higher heart consciousness concept infusion that did not go properly. Many reasons why it didn't. Uh, they did the best they could, and uh, it is all explained in the series in its own words. Okay, higher self. <laughs> Therefore, because you are involved in this divine love frequency, there is active within each of you at this point in time the divine love energy. In the process of divinely loving, you can harness and draw upon that to divinely love the self and to divinely forgive the self. It is really unimportant for you to get behind the reason that this happened or that happened or to remember. In refocusing and attempting to target, you are creating intensity around the very thing you are attempting to de-intensify, to release, and to remove. So in the process of self-healing, it is important to understand that in the fourth dimensional facade soul reality, none of you have reached that place yet of being able to miraculously manifest. Therefore, you should not take this process of self-healing with the idea that tomorrow morning you will walk on water. You must undertake the process. If you do undertake it with the idea to love the self, and to forgive the self, it will go a long way towards allowing you to allow that power of manifestation that you carry into your outer reality. Remember also the power of the I am. The I am is that pattern within your pure soul essence that is the perfection and the reflection of all that originating source was, all that originating source is, and all that originating source is becoming. Remembering the importance of identifying as the I am in your consciousness, for the I am is a highly potent creative force of energy that has no discrimination. It does not stop to consider that this may be a joke. It does not start stop to consider that this is not something you consciously want. So continue to guard your mind and your words and determine how often you negatively label the I am process that you each carry. I am tired. I am poor. I am sad. I am lost. Be conscious instead of laying claim to the I am power in its positive mode. I am forgiven by myself. I am divinely loving myself. I am deserving of all that is good and wonderful and perfect within my life. 
The self-healing process is one of allowing yourself without browbeating the limitation that you carry insofar as these soul imprints are concerned. But in that acknowledgement of those limitations, to continue to work from the inner level to recreate not your outer reality, but your inner reality. For it is in that inner soul reality that your outer reality lives and dwells and has its beingness. And this inner soul reality carries the seeds of manifestation for all that is in your outer reality. You do deserve the best of everything your material in your material world, in your spiritual world. And if you work with your individual higher self, remembering they're not external to you, but they are internal, you will find that all, all that you need in this reality, giving the fourth dimensional vibration over to your fifth dimensional vibration, not with your mind, but with the feeling and emotional knowingness of the heart, you can then, then you then can manifest the powers of the miraculous within your own mind. Janet, this is not about saying A, B, C, D, E, F, G, something wrote. We work the process of loving and forgiving ourselves to the point where we truly, in the heart of hearts, wish to live out of that divine will, that divine heart, that fifth dimensional true soul essence vibration. And it is at that point where we can tap into those miraculous powers that we all carry. Higher self. We've often told this group and others individually that as fifth dimensionals involved in the humanitarian process, you are not in a position to rescue a person who is drowning unless you can first swim. Part of the learning to swim is the process of self-forgivingness and loving yourself properly. Practice, practicing this, cultivating this on a daily basis, remembering to allow any other individual to be who they are, even if you feel that individual has created harm or hurt for you. Remembering at the soul space level, it was a co-creation. So you do not target, but forgive the self and forgive the other individual soul. It works very effectively in all areas of your life, in relationships, in areas where there is schisming, in your relationship with your financial pattern. It works from the idea that you are not standing and targeting other people or other situations. Instead, you are standing within, working within, forgiving the self, loving the self, and forgiving and loving the other situations and and or the other people or person. It's not smart to blame others, and it's not smart to blame situations for your pattern. If you will remember that you carry these soul imprints, And these soul imprints are manifesting based on the soul's misguided attempts to right the wrongs that you only perceive out of misunderstanding that you have carried out. You will then be able to release the target, enabling yourself 
to more creatively and effectively love the self and forgive the self. And through this, you reach unity and oneness and love the self on an inner level, which is then processed outward as the divine love concept to the totality of humanity. Okay, that's the end of that incredibly powerful session. I remember this session like it was yesterday. This is one I remember so well. And I took it to heart and worked for weeks and months, maybe even a year or two on this. And then bit by bit, they they give new information and I would focus on new things. You know how often, you just know how often they and how much they tell us. If we just do this a few minutes a day, how much we will change our lives. And there's this list, and any one of the things will change our lives. And if this speaks to you like it spoke to me, please work on this every single day if you can. Now, I am going to do a healing. I've not put in a nanosecond what I'm going to do or how I'm going to proceed with the healing. I'm going to amalgamate. Uh, I have these these guests, as I mentioned. Um, it's been so fun, and I just had less time to prepare, so there was no preparation at all, even for, okay, what am I going to sort of focus the healing on? I just know that I want to have the healing related to the issues that were brought out in this session. So, but I don't know if the higher self you're going to be working some individual kind of thing or a group thing or both or I don't know. <laughs> so we will see. Right now, I'm just going to take some water and um, I would like everyone to just take a few deep breaths, get yourself relaxed, get yourself centered, uh, prepared to move into that state of healing if you have a chance. If you're out walking and you can't really Close your eyes, no worries. Just focus on it as best you can. Listen to my voice and work on yourself as much as you can because bottom line is all the process, all the steps forward we take into more self, being more self-loving and more self-forgiving and more self-accepting and all of that and letting go of the self-blame and all of those misunderstandings and the guilt and everything the higher self talked about in this session, we help pull everyone else up and we're, all, we're helping each other continuing our journey. So, yeah, the higher self are indicating it's going to be focusing, having each one of us, not me because I'm going to probably have some sort of conglomerate symbol in the center, but it's going to be each of you to do individual healing. So let me just, again, have some water. You know, it would be probably a good idea for me to take a break, but I don't have ads or anything (laughs) to put up for you guys so you can run to the bathroom or run and grab a bite to eat. So I think um, listening to the archive works. You can always put it on pause at any time and take that break for yourself. Anyway, it just is what it is. I can hear the dog barking. I 
have heard from um, a listener that it, it is bothersome. I do believe I have the window shut. Just that. Yeah, I have the window shut. It is what it is. I hope it doesn't bother you. But just try to keep it sort of in the background. Allow it to be there, but focus the attention on the healing. And you can use my voice as that focal point, so to speak, to help bring your mind back. And if you get distracted by the dog barking or by anything else, please go right ahead and um, refocus on my voice to help you tune back in. Remembering that focus of attention is very key. This is a conscious meditation. It isn't about going into an altered state of reality. The higher selves always were training us to do all of these things in consciousness so that we got used to bringing in information or energy or healing at a moment's notice the minute we thought about it. So we could, (laughs) we got in any kind of um, chaos or any kind of unexpected situations or conditions that we could be right there um, ready to tap into all that we carry, all the abilities, all the wisdom, all the energies that we have access to. At a con- in a conscious way. So, okay. <coughs> All right. So, um, at this point in time, I want you all to take a few deep breaths, as I mentioned, and begin focusing your attention on becoming one with, from the con- using your consciousness, become one with the originating source of all there is. Keep in mind the originating source of all there is, is around us 24-7, all day long. And for the most part, we do not consciously connect with this enormous, infinite energy field. By using the consciousness to plug into this energy field, it brings us into the state of oneness and the state of nowness that is carried at this very uh, powerful, pure, and perfect um, divine in nature arena and the this is where all of the purity and perfection and uh, power that we carry is originates from this is where we were this is the energy field that gave birth to us when we move back into the state of connection at the conscious level with the nowness and the oneness we are connecting with all there is all souls at all levels from all dimensions. We bring with us the totality of our conglomerate soul, the totality of who we are at the fifth dimensional level, meaning the totality of our higher selves, the living beingness and all of the soul aspects we carry in the fifth dimensional level and in the the soul aspects we have in the sixth dimensional level. It also means we bring with us the totality of who we are at the human facade level, the totality of all of our soul aspects that we may have at, in every, any direction and on any planet, uh, any planetary system. And we also carry with, with this that total and complete purity and perfection, which is who we are, truly are, at the human facade level. We also move into that state of namas where we are standing neutrality, so to speak, between belief and disbelief. We carry with us in this 
plug in the totality, the past nows and the future nows, the totality of our journey, but we're in a space of nowness that contains that, but we aren't being affected by it during this healing. We are within this state of neutrality or the now. Now, um, I want you to feel, sense, spend a few moments just becoming one with this infinite resource, its vastness, its beauty, its sense of joy, its sense of love, its sense of, of eternity. It, it carries the, the eternal feel. Um, it carries tremendous wisdom, uh, tremendous uh, ability. It, it's just the more you spend, the more you take those moments, the more moments you take, is what I'm trying to say, to really experience, sense, or even just imagine this energy field, the more you will find yourself in that state of oneness without feeling the separation of yourself from all others. It becomes this conglomerate connection to all there is with no separation. And there'll be other things. Just the more you stand in this, just absorbing this sense, this experience, the more you will understand or feel or connect with the this experience. This infinite, infinite resource of energy is also empowering the pure soul essence that we all carry. That pure soul essence is symbolically the DNA from the originating source, just like all of our cells have DNA from our parents. Each soul has this pure soul essence from the originating source, from the moment in time we were expressed as minerals. And this can be symbolically understood to be, um, well, not symbolically, it is all that originating source was, is, and is becoming. At this moment in time, it is being expanded. I want you to see it, feel it, experience it as it grows and become centered within this pure soul essence, knowing that it's expanding and growing and encompassing the totality of who you are. You can use a symbol for the pure soul essence. I suggest often the symbol of the sun, but there are many other symbols out there that you can use. It isn't about any one right, one symbol being right or wrong. <clears throat> whatever feels right for you, whatever you resonate with. I resonate so much with the sun symbol, and it just kind of pulses and beams, and it just sends out the light that that we all carry. I just feel it so powerfully when I use that symbol, but that's me. And I can really feel and sense that power that we all carry. And in this way, we are making available to the healing today, the totality of this light, the totality of who we are at the fifth dimensional level, because we are now one with and we're amalgamated with the totality of who we are at that fifth dimensional level, including our higher selves. And with the purity of our facade soul, human soul. So we are opening the doors. We've invited in these 
parts of who we are that are so powerful that can do all the healing today. And we're all becoming what I would call or what I see as beacons of light. Um, I, I rarely seem to be getting that wheel anymore, the rim of the wheel. It's more becoming, I see the beacons shining off the planet. So the, the listeners, past, present, and future, and the higher self they're indicating, it's also others around the planet that are working in this capacity and have given permission at the soul level to join with, uh, we're all <clears throat> working together. And so I see this massive amount of light being projected off the planet. And it's becoming like this gigantic array of light just beaming off the planet. It's just really beautiful. Now, I want to, the higher self are indicating, we want to um, call in the energy um, and connect with the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. It's very important energy for us to be working with. It, it does carry that, that divine material balance, which I've explained many times. And because we are on the planet, we want to work in concert and with cooperation with the planet. So we want to work uh, with the pure soul essence, can be joined in one accord with a, not only with each other, but with the planetary pure soul essence. And that light, that energy of divine material balance has become a, an element of the light that has been sort of highlighted because that's now in there. I do feel it coming up through the bottom of my feet. That just seems to be the way I feel that energy. But it is moving into each and every individual soul on the planet as well. It's, it's really there. We've really called it in. It's really processing. And it's really going to help us to bring in that state of balance that we are, that's part of the process, part of the uh, what we all want to, the focal point of what we want to accomplish when we're on this, while we're here in these lives. So that divine material balance, and it also goes out. This light is moving in through and around. The higher selves are indicating that it's being given to, provided to every soul on the planet. Remember, it's like a call. The, okay, okay. Uh, Marias has stepped forward. And he's kind of joking with me a little bit. He's kind of saying, um, what, you forgot higher heart consciousness? <laughs> and I did kind of not, I didn't forget because I always come to it, you know me, but he, so he is joking, but we are activating the higher heart consciousness. So this has been added to the divine material balance as sort of a focal element of this light that we send out. And remember the light and higher heart consciousness and divine material balance, they all ask, all of it, acts as, like, puts out the call and draws in souls that wish to partake of the energy. Remember, it's not forced upon anyone. It is divine in nature. And it is provided to the soul. And those human souls at the free will level that wish to partake will, and even if they don't utilize it immediately, once they take it into the soul banks, as the higher self are explaining today, they will use it at, at their own rate of speed. And it may be very quickly, it may take lifetimes or anywhere in between, but once they have it in there, they have it in there. 
And that is so key, as I've explained many times. So um, Marias is here. Actually, um, so, so is the group, that biblical group where so much of the material in his own words came. There's definitely Paul. I do see Peter and Mary here. And there are others. Um, there are others here. And they're all helping with this infusion in this healing of the higher heart consciousness. The reason they presented themselves is because of the great importance of properly loving the self. Now, proper self-love, divine love, the higher heart consciousness carries carries forgiveness as well and acceptance of forgiveness of the self and others and uh, acceptance of the self of others. So this higher heart consciousness energy isn't unidimensional, guys. It carries so many very important aspects for all of us. It carries unity and oneness uh, with all life. I mean, it's just a very powerful energy. And so they are present. They know most of you that have heard this, that listen to the show, have heard uh, the In His Own Word series. And so they are present to share their sharing their own uh, pure soul essence energy and they're helping with the generation of the higher heart consciousness from all of the heart centers of all of the individuals. Again, past, present, and future listeners. So even if you aren't listening live, you will be and can hear this and it will happen again and again with each archived listener, everybody separate listener. It re, it re, re, it gets re-empowered. The energies get given out over and over again in the same way. So, and it just adds to all that we've all done. It's very powerful, guys. Okay, so we're activating from the heart center that higher heart consciousness energy. We are spreading it all over the planet. There are souls all over the planet that are partaking of the energy. There are souls in the human kingdom heavens that are coming forward and partaking of the energy. So there are souls in and out of body. The energy is also being brought into the astral. Oh. They, they are suggesting, because of the conch, being in consciousness, to activate divine forgiveness energy. Divine forgiveness. Because that, too, is very important. It is part of the divine love, but just by activating divine forgiveness, we are even intensifying that element even further. So, okay, so divine forgiveness, we add that to the pile. We want to activate that divine energy, bring it forward, so to speak, because the divine love light from the pure soul essence carries all of those energies. But with consciousness is power, and when we activate a certain element of the energy, a certain aspect like divine love or divine forgiveness, we empower that aspect with the conscious thought. And so that's what's happening. And so the energy is moving not only to all the souls around the planet, it is being moved into the astral field. And I'm seeing a few of the astral workers symbolically waving at us. Um, there's a tremendous sense of gratitude because they have a huge job, <clears throat> which is being facilitated and accelerated by the, the fact that there are many now working at this level on the planet. It isn't just me and us guys. There are many on the planet now. I don't know how many. I don't know if it's hundreds of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions. I don't know. But I am seeing we all carry so, such 
great power that it doesn't take that many to really help. And so even if it is only a few, you know, a hundred, I don't think it's that few, but even if it were, it still would be a massive amount of help. So whatever it is, and the higher self are indicating that it is very unimportant to know the number. Um, and so we're just processing out this, this amazing amount of energy. It's moving into the astral. It is also moving to contain and surround and move into and around the totality of all the planetary systems that are housing life forms. They want us to understand, too, that different planets carry different planetary uh, energies at the pure soul essence. So there are some planets that would carry divine material balance, some planets that would carry some other kind of divine energy, and some planets that would carry the totality aspect or all of the energies of the originating source. And I'm kind of under the impression that more and more planets are carrying the totality, but I don't know for sure if those are new planets that are being created or uh, I'm, I'm not sure whether the planets that carry one energy would now be have been changed the totality energy I don't know in any case so they're all the planets the pure soul essence from each and every planet that is involved is also becoming active and the souls upon each of those planets are being provided I want to um, also have us actively infuse evolutionary enlightenment very very powerful energy especially for <clears throat> the souls in the four lower kingdoms uh, and again, if the soul takes that energy in, the, the soul is actively trying to match that, that higher frequency of energy and will, it will help it move to a uh, more evolutionary, enla- state of evolutionary enlightenment, take step more and more steps forward from whatever level they're at. So it wouldn't be bring a plant into a human level, but it would help the plant move up in the evolutionary levels within the plant kingdom. So evolutionary enlightenment is a powerful one. We, we want to, and, I, and humans for sure would be able to use that energy as well. We already at the truth, at the facade human soul, we already carry that true, pure human vibration. We've just forgotten that we have it. Our perception is we're not pure. What are you talking about? But we are. So we do. We don't need it at that level, like the other uh, the other souls from the four lower kingdoms. So, but it is something we want to provide. We want to actively provide, consciously provide for all souls that we, that that need it and can are ready to take partake of partake. Anyway, so I'm just seeing this this incredibly powerful energy field moving through the universe. It's just way out of my mind's eye. I can't, it's just sort of this general concept that I have of this beautiful energy being taken out into the universe. Uh, It is being provided for the conglomerate astral as well, not just the astral around our planet, but astral around all the planets that have life forms and um, all the connections, all the um, conglomerate astral around the universe. Okay. I'm getting something very interesting here. I just was tuning into Jane and Company, and I am getting some information about how the 
how the light affects the souls in heaven. And I'm not going to take the time to get it, but it's very interesting because I'm, I mean, to really pull it in, but I'm seeing an effect on the souls in heaven. It definitely, definitely helps those souls who've laid aside the body. This energy that we give is, is very helpful for the souls outside of the body. And in some ways, the indication it's more helpful because they don't have the density of the body, which can lock us into the five senses realm. When you have the body off, you are more able in a way to perceive and take in and sense the energy. And there's many in the human kingdom heavens that help souls with this process. So it just, the, the sense I'm getting from Jane is she just loves it when we have this group because she it helps her do her work and on all others that are in the human kingdom helping um, when those souls are, you know, in between lives. So she just she's just here sending her gratitude. Well, there you go, guys. Um, this is really, really helpful. Maybe I'll have get more information. I'm going to be starting my third book this summer, and I'll be able to focus more on it. Maybe I can bring you some, some more information on it down the line. Anyway, so right now, the higher selves are turning the tables, and they do want each individual soul to symbolically refocus, and instead of focusing on the conglomerate or what's happening with the energies planetary-wise or universe-wise, they want you to really become centered right in your pure soul essence light, completely one with the totality of who you are, your higher self, your fifth dimensional true soul essence, your pure, the purity of your facade, human soul. They want you to just completely stand in the center of this energy field. So we're going, we're going now to the individuals and the higher selves are providing me symbolically with the rainbow bridge platform, which is what I'm so used to use, using as a focal point. And they're giving me just a symbolic individual soul surrounded by the light. So it's just symbolic of each of you in this process, standing in the center of the beautiful light. Wow, it's just, it's a beautiful picture. This is where we carry our purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. Remember that we have actively moving in, into and becoming part of this light, the divine material balance, the divine love, the divine forgiveness, even the evolutionary enlightenment, but it's not playing a big role right now. Okay, I want to just ask Marias where he would like us to go here because they're still here and they are helping to empower all of the divine love element. They're asking or they're suggesting that we symbolically open each of us, each of you symbolically open at the top of your head a hatch, the hatch they know that I use quite a bit, like a submarine hatch. They want you to actively open that hatch, and they want us all to feel the flow of the divine love energy that we carry to flow in through and around the energetic field, the, the past now and the future now, and ask in the divine forgiveness 
And as that it begins to loosen, to break free, to um, use that laser pinpointing ability that these divine energies have to go in and find these elements ourselves, where we don't forgive ourselves, where we blame ourselves, where we feel guilt or shame. And they want us just to begin by having the light jostle loose and have all of those things begin to process out through the top of the head, moving into the brilliant light, dissolving, clearing, neutralizing, and then becoming one with a light. And so I am seeing the process. So you all are doing it. I'm seeing it. The, the release is coming. They're also asking that all of the altered realities from the many different life experiences that we carry, because we build an altered reality whenever we go through an experience. So you have an experience of illness or an experience of marriage or an experience of losing a child or an experience of uh, starvation or death and dying, whatever experiences you have that are part of the blame game or that are part of finding fault or that are part of not loving ourselves and not forgiving ourselves. And also all of the, mis- I mean, we're really doing a lot here, all of the misunderstandings that we carry, all of the beliefs that we carry based on those misunderstandings, they, they want us to see not just individual beliefs, but whole altered realities. And I'm seeing them coming out like little, and they're all dark. Some of them are very misshapen. They're all like like little symbolic humanoid. Not all of them are humanoid. Sometimes they're blobby things, but humanoid kind of things uh, representative of all of these experiences from all of these lives. And I want to call in like a divine vacuum of light right at the top of the head to start help pull because these things, there's so many of them. We're talking based on eons of life. Every experience we've had, we have these altered realities and they build in size and shape when a similar event happens in again and again in one life and then again and again in future lives and again and again and they build and there's, it, they can get clogged. And so I'm pulling the vacuum to help suck them out because a lot of them are coming up to the top of the head to where the hatch is and they're just piling up. It's almost like it's, we're creating a clot right there. And so the higher selves have indicated we need kind of a vacuum and I want the divine flush energy to come in through the bottom of the feet and not only help pick up the debris, pick up the residues, pick up the altered realities and the energetics in through and around the physical body, in through and around the etheric bodies, pick up everything, but also to help push everything out the top of the head. The higher selves are also asking that we open the heart center and allow as much as we can out of that um, that chakra area. It will take some of the load off of the 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 tremendous pressures that we have at the top of the head. Um, And I'm seeing a lot of them come out of the heart center. The top of the head tends tends to be the ones where we carry a lot of misunderstandings, misinterpretations, misconceptions, uh, the belief systems, the things that are very mentally generated. The heart tends to release, and this is just what I've perceived over the years, tends to release more of the emotional issues 
that this is where I'm seeing this guilt and the shame and the hurt and the wounds and the blame and all of that coming out. And so it, you're working it from both solidly, from both arenas, the emotionalizing issues. Remember the higher self. Sometimes we just emotionalize. It's not going to show up as, a, as an event in your life, but you're just going to emotionalize like I did with my anxiety uh, without, I, there was nothing in my outer reality most of the time that explained it. So we want all of those emotions, both things that are just from emotional level or and or attached to situations and conditions and or people where we've attached it. So I am seeing a lot of anxiety because it has a, it's attached, of course, to fear. There's a lot of fear coming out, and the fear is pumping out like It's not just like one oil, because of course I'm seeing it's an conglomerate symbol, but it's not just like one oil gusher coming out. It's just this humongous gusher, just so big coming out of the heart chakra, just tons and tons of fear. At some level, there must be way many of you that are ready to let go of the fear, and the fear is encompassing so many different types of fears. We have fears of commitment to the destiny. That's one of the biggies, and even though each and every one of you can say, oh, I don't have that, you don't, have, you don't think you have it because you haven't been burned at the stake at this life, but you've been burned at the stake, imprisoned, tortured, exiled, killed off, buried alive, everything in past lives when you were stepping out to do whatever your destiny pattern was in those lives. So we all carry it, and that's a big component right here, lots of big components. I also see a lot of lack here. Um, I don't know why I'm jumping over because there were more fears than that. But I immediately lack is coming up. The idea that we lack, the lack of love, the lack of deserving, the lack of friends, the lack of hope, a lot of hopelessness here, the lack of power, a lot of feelings of powerlessness here. And this stuff is just going like crazy. And a lot of it, the lack of forgiveness is really important. I want to focus on bringing in the divine higher heart consciousness, the divine love to really help with the releases and to lay down these divine energies symbolically in spaces left empty so that we can move and transition from where we were in not loving and not forgiving ourselves and move through the transition into the place where we fully love and forgive ourselves. We're in the transition process right now. We're in a state of change. We want to call in divine acclamation, divine serenity to enable us to, to do this. Because some of the fears here are fears of change. And this is quite substantial also. Okay, Marias is stepping forward here. He wants to say something about the change. Um, he is saying that the change that the changes that we're experiencing are changes in an intensity that we've never experienced before because of this evolutionary thrust. Virtually every single soul has never experienced this journey uh, that each each soul at every level is experiencing before because of this evolutionary thrust. It's pulling us all into arenas into um, states of reality that we have no, it's very difficult to relate to, we have no experience with. 
So the fear of change and the fear of the unknown and the fear of the future is highlighted and uh, empowered at this point in time. So it is very important for us to, to let those go because at the soul level, we are feeling the intensity. We don't understand it. We are racing to catch up with the, the intensity as it becomes from moment to moment to moment it is increasing. So we are sort of running. It feels like almost we're running in place. We're running as hard as we can. And it's very difficult to really, um, but it keeps changing. So we can't, it, it's very difficult to understand where we are at any moment in time because it's changed from the moment, from that moment, it's changed to a new reality, a new time. Yikes. So, so, um, the state of nowness within the originating source happens to be a very good place to uh, be, to help us acclimate to the continual, um, continual flow, the continual movement of the that the evolutionary thrust is causing. It's just pulling us all so fast and furious, and that pull gets stronger and stronger. We it, we cannot avoid anything. We're going to go through whatever. We need to go through whatever the soul determined we need to go through. But by properly loving and properly forgiving ourselves, we are going to be able to let go of some of the belief systems that we carry that we have to right a wrong, so we need to experience X, Y, or Z. So we are helping ourselves in this way. So we definitely need to let go of. And... <clears throat> I'm seeing this one coming out of both the head and the heart area. The idea of needing to atone, the idea of needing to right a wrong. The reason it's coming out of the head area is because there's a lot of mental activity, a lot of belief systems around, a lot of misunderstandings and misconceptions. And in the heart level, it carries a lot of shame and a lot of guilt, uh, a lot of self-blame, a lot of hurt, um, a lot of regret. There is definite regret here. If only there's a lot of this, if only thing, if only I'd done something different, if only I'd done this, I should have, would have, could have, very, very much a part of the internal blaming system, finding fault. We didn't do, do enough. We did too little. We did too much. We didn't, we went down uh, the right fork instead of light left. We zigged instead of zagged. And all of these things, we carry so much regret, so much fear. Oh my gosh, what have I done now? What's my fault now? So we need to re release all this fault finding, all this this blame. It, as the higher self said, these are so things are so complex. Yes, our soul is creating a harder reality. There is no question about that. But that doesn't mean we go into the state of blame. We, it doesn't mean it at all. It simply means that it gives us a state of awareness. Once we understand that we are creating our outer reality, now the higher self today is explained the why it's so darn complex. There's no way that we could possibly understand all the elements. And not only that, we don't need to understand. It doesn't really matter, as they said in the past, who spits in your eye. Because whatever comes up for you, whether it's anger or hurt or whatever, it's really because it's something you built from prior lifetimes. It's just important to recognize, oh, you know, my soul, there's carrying some complex 
really uh, yucky, limited pattern that is very emotional and I've attached a lot of things in the past. It's been triggered and now I just need to let it go. Do not need to target it. I do not need to blame myself or anyone else. And so that is really important, guys. Uh, we do need to let that go. We need to let go of all that blame, all the fault finding, all the fear. Now, here's another fear that's coming up, the fear of looking at the self and discovering that we're really as horrible and bad as that we believe ourselves to be. Now, remember, there's probably many parts of the self that feel really good things about ourselves. But remember, there are old parts of the self that have been made to feel like so less than, so worthless, so valueless in so many of our lifetimes that even though we don't consciously see that or feel that now, we do carry that. And that's what the higher selves are indicating. Marius is, is, is nodding his head symbolically, and he's just saying, yes, we have to, <clears throat> excuse me, to let go of the fear of looking at ourselves. It's, it's as if we've stuffed down in some symbolic box, like Pandora's box, all the ills of our lives, all the things we did wrong, all the, the, the bad things that we carry bad things about us and we put it in this box or in this space and we've repressed it we pushed it away we pushed it aside we distract ourselves to not so we don't have to look at it we don't have to open that box that's what we what we've done and we, there's so much fear of looking at the self because we're afraid when we open that box that we're going to discover we're as bad and horrible and as much failures as we always thought we were. And this is validating that. So we want to let go of this, this, this fear. And I just see it coming out in, in just tons. The fear of looking at the self. The fear. This is why we don't accept, accept the self or love the self properly, guys. So this is a very important element. We've repressed this the stuff that we carry, the, the negative things we feel about ourselves, we repressed it so much. It's like created this prison cell of its own, this box. And what we want to do is we, we want to release the fear of looking at it. And what's important is that we do look at it because when we look at it from this state of nowness and oneness held within this very expanded, very beautiful uh, divine energy field that we are held in for this healing. We, we are going to have that helicopter viewpoint and we're going to see what's in that box. So I want each of you to find whether it's, you know, like a pirate's treasure box or whether it's a prison cell or whether it's just some sort of blobby thing that's got stuff in it. I want each of you to first Penetrate in a small way. Take your light and penetrate. Make like a keyhole or some little peephole, something that you can see in the box. And I want you to, to look at what's in the box. And what you're going to find is it's just a bunch of beliefs. 
a bunch of junk. There's nothing. There's no ills in that box. It's not Pandora's box. There are no ills. It's the beliefs and the perspectives that you carry based on the misunderstandings. It's the complexity of the self-perceptions is in that box. And it's just kind of a mishmash of junky stuff. You, Each person would see it in a different way, but conglomerately, that's what I'm seeing. Just like shreds of paper, you know, like you've been shredding paper or uh, wads of th- threads or um, just trash kind of stuff. Nothing, nothing, nothing substantial. It's just the beliefs that we have. So now I want you to begin to send the light in through that symbolic peephole and just ask the light to completely dissolve, completely dissolve the totality of what's in that the box of the prison or whatever you've imagined it to be. And we're going to infuse into that light divine hope because of the Pandora's box. All the ills of the world come out and then what's left is hope. So we're going to put in the divine hope simply because I've used that analogy. We're going to put in divine love. We're going to put in divine beauty. We're going to put in divine clarity of vision and expanded perception. Divine forgiveness and divine love. Everything is in this box. Oh, divine power, divine acceptance, divine connection. And now it's just this beautiful box and it's just, you know, it wants to get out of the box because it can't share all the beauty. And so I'm going to ask each of you that are ready in your own timing to open up that box or if it's a blobby thing that you put a hole in, just enlarge the hole and we want to open up that box and allow the trueness, the truth about who you are out, the purity, the perfection, the joy, the love, the happiness, the expansion, the connection. And I'm seeing now you've, we've, We've all, you've all, um, dissolved this old thing, and now you've shared the new, in through and around the totality of who you are. I feel it moving in the bodies of each of you and into the um, past nows and future nows, into the emotional, strike emotional, the energetic garbage, and it's beginning to dissolve more and more of the stuff that we're trying to dissolve today. Marius has stepped forward again, and he's just saying, you are the reflection and you are the perfection of all that originating source was, is, and is becoming. You carry the ability to perform the same miracles in the same way that, and he's using the word I, that he, as Jesus, performed. It is a process to get there, and he's explaining that he was unable to Um, process out of the highest level because of the 
situations and conditions that were present at that point in time, which this is Janet saying, you will all learn about if you haven't already listened to in his own words. And he's just simply encouraging us to take to heart the concepts that were presented today to do the proper self-love and the proper self-forgiveness, to really utilize those energies, even in small ways. And as you move forward, those energies that you carry, you will be tapping into that, the higher abilities and the higher energies more and more, and you will be sharing more and more with the uh, other souls. They, he, he also wants to emphasize the need to of forgiveness and loving the self, but also for others. So if some soul or a group of souls or some situation has in your perception hurt you or bothered you or angered you or betrayed you or abandoned you, whatever you believe that has happened, that they have done, it is important to stand in the center of this beautiful divine energy, activate the proper self-love and the proper forgiveness, and not only stand in it and flow it around all of your energetics and allow all the emotional issues to move into those and be dissolved and cleared, but to also flow it out to the others, the other situation, the other person, or if it's a group of people, the other people, and to continue to flow the energy both to yourself and to others. He, he does say you can, you can also um, use, utilize, and he encourages you to use the, the healing circle uh, as well. And because the, all those energies are present in the healing circle, so you can just send the others into that you need to uh, forgive and to love. You can send them into the healing circle for them to receive the energy there. Sometimes we go through something so intense, we can't think about the other people. We just need to be focusing on letting our own emotionalizing become flowing out of us and being let go of and, and neutralized. So he's just indicating there you have choice, you have different ways you can approach it, and he appreciates being able to step forward and uh, share with this group uh, in this small way today. And he's just stepping back. I do get the feeling that this group, this, um, these fifth, remember he was, he's a fifth dimensional as were all that group that played out the concept 2000 years ago. All the major concepts on the planet were played out by fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature. No better than we are, no greater, nothing to be idolized. Just, they're just here as, um, as friends and supporters, as we would, as we are friends and supporters of theirs. So it is not about um, entitlement, it's not about ego, and it's not about hierarchy. It's just about the, the mission to focus upon the helping the four lower kingdoms in their evolutionary process and bringing the higher heart consciousness concept up to its highest, most pure frequency level, uh, as well as processing the new age that is something else we're supposed to be doing. So he's giving um, voice and his support for that. And um, and I do feel, as I said, that they will be coming forward from time to time, depending on what's happening in that particular session because of that. 
they still feel like they want to be, they want to help. And if you remember, um, it was explained more than once in that, in his own words, that they still, because the emission was aborted, because it did not go properly, even though it wasn't anybody's fault, the they still desire to complete the mission. And so they are empowering all of us that are here in place all around the planet to do that mission. Okay, so let me just see where we are. I'm still seeing the conglomerate symbol. There's still a lot of stuff being let go of. Ourselves are, they are actually placing the cocoon symbolically around the conglomerate symbol, but it's an indicator for me that the cocoon is really being placed around each individual around the planet. I get the feeling there's been a tremendous amount of movement just based on what I've seen in this conglomerate symbol. Um, so each individual will have the option to continue to process, even though I'm stopping the healing session for the moment. Uh, and each individual will have the help of the, the cocoon energy, to, which will help them each of you acclimate to the changes at your energetic field level. Remember, keep in mind the eons of time we've been around. We want to continue to work this process. We do not want to uh, just think, oh, we've done it once. It is very complex, very deep, and by cooperating, it really will facilitate the unfoldment, uh, getting to the other side, moving through this transition period to getting to exactly where each of us have chosen at the soul level to go. And we can't avoid things, but if we forgive and love ourselves in a consistent way, we will be able to lessen or even get to the point where we don't bring something into the outer reality because we've forgiven ourselves for it. We don't feel we need to right or wrong anymore. So this is very powerful stuff, guys. And I'm asking you to just continue be in the process, be in the reality, bring yourself back a few minutes every day if you can to yourself and move into the oneness and the nowness of the originating source and activate that pure soul essence and your fifth dimensional nature and the purity of your facade soul as many times in the day as you can, knowing that each time you do, you're helping yourself and each time you help yourself, you're helping all those you're connected to It was a very powerful, powerful way to help us all move forward. Again, if you want to reach me for any reason, it's JVVMR, strike JVVMR, JVVM Richmond. So it's J as in Janet, V as in Victor, V as in Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond at gmail.com. You can always call in to a show. The call-in number, again, uh, even though I'm ending the show now, uh, the call-in any other weeks that I'm on are 646-668-65, 646-668-8565. I also, again, want to just remind you, I will not be doing the show on May 31st or June 7th. I will be flying both those days unable to do the show at all so those two shows will be will be dark the two shows from 
the last two weeks, April 26th and May 3rd, uh, will be deleted from Blog Talk Radio archives. They have not been put up in my archives. They did not go well because the the, the connection wasn't great. I had to use a different connection, and it really kept cutting out. So they, those shows will be repeated, and I will, when I advertise a show, a repeat show, I will say this is a repeated show from 426. So you'll know. You'll know it's repeated. And But the healings in both shows were really important. They won't be the same because I, you know, it's pretty, I just go where I'm led. And by the time I do it again, there might be different things that come up. The healing still happened, even though nobody heard it. (laughs) The healing still happened. So it probably won't be exactly the same. So I don't know about that. I will, the informational part will be pretty much the same, although there'll be slight differences, I'm sure. But, um, you know, especially for the parts that I speak about. And so that's it. I will repeat those shows at some point. Okay, guys, have a wonderful week. I love being a part of this. And now it's really the higher self are connecting us to the global, the global um, community doing this work. So they explained that this time, which was interesting to me because I haven't seen that wheel for a long time, but I didn't click in until today that it's really now we've, we've, we're expanded and we have connected to the all others doing the same type of work. So that's really pretty exciting, and I'm, I'm happy about that. So we can all be helping each other. And that means that we're, we're going to be called in when they're doing their work, these other groups. So it'll be, you know, some level we have given the permission to be part. And that's really why there's so many fifth dimensionals here. So there isn't any one person or one small group that is responsible for all of this that we need to do. We've come in in droves. So, because there is a lot of work and we can help each other. More power to us. So it's really, really, really exciting. Okay. And with that, I tell you, I love you a lot, always. And thank you for being part of my life. It's just beyond essential. Just beyond essential for me. I just love every single minute of it. All my groups. My meetup groups. My client sessions, private sessions, workshops, if I, you know, when I do them, everything. It just is so wonderful, and I so appreciate it. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye and have wonderful weeks, and I love you all. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.